Welcome back to Philosopher's Moan with me, Blair. Yay. I actually totally got called or no, summoned in for jury duty. First time in my whole life. I'm really not that excited about it. I actually totally don't want to go at all. But I guess it's my duty, so I will. Sometimes I randomly hear Drake in my head being like, God's plan. I was having dinner with my parents last night and I was thinking about how they look at me <laughs> and how like parents, they look at their children like, ah, my precious creation or my precious disappointment. I hope you're having lovely thoughts today. And if you're not, let's just take a second, zoom out a little bit, just watch yourself have your tormenting, mean self talk and then just tell yourself like well okay thanks now shut up there is so much beyond our control there it's actually really like nice to know your whole life a lot of it has just been out of your control what you can control is you your reactions um how you respond to how you're thinking, how you're feeling, how you respond, how you're feeling. I, I promise those feelings can be out of control. I mean, feelings drag us around like a freaking puppet sometimes. This is a friendly reminder that you are given a life you can handle. So whatever's going on, it's all yours and you can handle it. Sometimes you have to carry your little self around like the big baby that you are. Like, come on, baby, we're going on a run. And then, if you're me, you'll find a secluded little place in nature somewhere along your run where you can dance super weirdly like the little weird baby that you are. <laughs> dance out all the most bizarre feelings and sensations of life. Look, I know I've talked about dancing before. We get it. Like, I like dancing. But truly, everyone's got a body and it, they can move it, you know, like their brain and their mind moves the body around. And yet, what, we're like not entitled to move our body however we want? Like, oh, we've got to do a choreographed TikTok or it's got to be what some celebrity did in their music video or something. Why can't we just dance however we want? Well, guess what? We can. I implore you to carve out the time to really lose yourself and enjoy your favorite music album or favorite song and just... Lose yourself to dance. <laughs> if ever I think of what someone somewhere might think of me, I'm like, judge me. I've judged every atom of myself already, and there is no way you can come up with something I haven't already considered. So give it your best shot. I've been there. I've done that. So come at me. <laughs> the ugliest I've ever been was judging someone else to make myself feel better about how ugly I felt inside. It's so sad. Can anyone, anyone listening, send in a time that they judged someone and then felt really embarrassed about their own judgment later? <laughs> we are always judging ourselves when we judge someone else. Tee I was listening to the other episodes I've already made of this podcast, but I haven't released any yet. Ah. And I have been making pss, 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 noises, and I'm sorry. I won't do it anymore. 
I'm thinking to just every Monday I'll just release a few episodes like whatever not just one yay I've got nothing to lose and nothing to prove we're just gonna podcast like some kind of muse has anyone had a near-death experience or just for some reason had their life flash before their eyes I imagine you know the most vivid memories are the ones that left a dent on your soul where did the idea that cats have nine lives come from yeah like i feel like i have nine lives does that mean i'm a cat i'd love to be a cat but i would time travel back to ancient egypt okay i'm just doing like a pre-warning that part two of this episode is going to have a little maybe like a three minute meditation oh nobody wants to meditate with you it's really not like a meditation it'll just be like a little thing in your brain anyways let's talk about something else let's talk about decisions your whole life is really just a non-stop sequence of decisions just micro decisions macro decisions little just moments of thoughts that made you not make a decision when you could have etc how do you make your decisions how does anyone make decisions we sometimes just do it on autopilot we just do the same decisions over and over because it's easier than you don't have to you know re-decide well and so then decisions become habits and i i guess there's a strategy there where you just keep making good decisions they become habits the same thing goes for bad decisions though and so how do you stop yourself from making bad decisions, I mean. And gosh, it's hard to even identify what some bad decisions are because the butterfly effect. Geez, some bad decisions might be the best decision you ever made. Who knows? Uh, I mean, even like making decisions out of like truth of heart, it doesn't please everyone. Neither do decisions made out of like deceit or manipulative strategy. So, you know, it's kind of like pick a lane. Truth hurts, lying hurts, it all hurts. Lying to yourself will hurt the most, so cut that out. Feel your pain, get your gains. Well, I guess we make, especially the macro decisions, but you know, the micro decisions as well, uh, as an effort to get closer to something, some, some bigger picture, some bigger desire, some main thing that someone told you to want or that you genuinely just want for yourself. I don't, uh, is that is that how people really decide every day for themselves the little choices because they have a, a a main goal in mind for their whole life but then if you ask anyone you know like oh what do they want out of life what is their life goal it's it's like without fail always like oh i just want to be happy or oh i just want to find the love of my life or oh i want to be successful or i want to you know show my dad i can be better than him <laughs> or oh I want to take care of my family or I want to make a family or I want to leave some mega legacy on the planet like Steve Jobs style or something I don't know but then you think most of the time people aren't actually making choices to to those goals per se they're making choices out of reaction to feelings that's probably it and this is why we have to do my little meditation thing together because i think most people don't even know how they're feeling and they don't realize they're making choices in reaction to how they're feeling without understanding why and if you don't understand why you feel the way you feel then 
I think those choices end up being misleading. Or maybe you end up making choices to avoid feeling, you know? You know, I say you know too much, and I don't want to say you know, you know? There's too many choices in life. Tell me about it. I'm pretty sure life is just choices. That's it. Well, I always like to remind myself that life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. Can it just like stop happening for like a second, please? It's okay. We can always stop and breathe and say, hello, life. You love me. I love you. Let's hold hands. Oh, I miss Barney. How did that song go? We love you. With a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. And on that note, we are going to end part one. See you in part two. Wait, boom, ba, You are special and unique and cool and wonderful. And I am so happy you're still here listening to me chat. Well, I want to force you to close your eyes. That was weird, and this is so not meditative. Yeah, I don't know why I used the word force. I guess there was like a part of me that thought it was funny. Oh, wouldn't it be so cute if the whole world cried, like ugly cried, all together at the same time? It would probably be pretty scary as well. Okay, let's frickin' meditate. Frickin' yeah! Sorry, I was just thinking, do we want to put a little meditation music in the background or not? <laughs> Close your eyelids. Breathe in deeply from your belly into your chest. Let it all go. This will only be a couple minutes. You deserve it. I want you to visualize the electricity running through your brain right now. Think of the thundering beat of your heart as the signal. Imagine your mind and your lungs expanding like sails with each inhale, your breath like the wind. Feel your heartbeat echoing throughout your body, ripples through your veins. Next inhale. Invite all the cells in your body to listen to you say, I love you, thank you. Let that message flow down your whole body, down your chest, through your belly button, past your knees, all of your toes. Feel this love the rest of the day. Back to it.
to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Well, hey, wasn't that fun? <laughs> I mean, whether you're into meditation or not, it's really just about being present in your body, spirit, mind, body connection. So it's pretty wild. Your brain generates enough electricity to power a light bulb. And while a single neuron generates only a tiny amount of electricity, all your neurons together can generate enough electricity to power a low wattage light bulb. That's pretty cool. That's just like stuff going on like organically in your internal ecosystem. Wait, wait, wait. Blah, 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 blah. <gasps> uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, I was saying uh, it's pretty wild that our whole experience is a bunch of zaps going on in our brain and there are 120 billion neurons in your brain you know, if you're average, you probably have even more than that because you're obviously above average if you're listening to this, duh. <laughs> so let's safely assume you have 200 billion neurons generating enough electricity to power two light bulbs because you are special. <laughs> but anyway, your brain is processing the whole interface of your reality all the time with these electrical zaps, synapses, taking the signals from your organs and turning it into something readable for you, something interesting, something to translate and interpret your whole, your whole life. How, how cool. And then it gets weird when you see yourself observing your experience from that perspective. You're like a little computer. An organic, natural computer. Well, I mean, you're actually like this being behind the screen of your computer. That is you in the, like, you know, human form. <laughs> I'm actually in the middle of developing um, kind of meditative, mindful, animated videos for like that I've written for children to kind of come to this awareness that they are this incredible human machine of sensory experience and as a kid you've got so much energy imagine if you could be fully aware of it I mean there really is so much going on in your body at all times and in your brain so many thoughts it's like really uh you gotta have the time and space to actually listen I, I know a lot of people just simply don't. There's so many other responsibilities. Um, but it's it's like amazing to me how much goes on just in our own personal internal world. And it's really fascinating what you should explore. <laughs> you see what comes to the surface. You know, what's buried. You don't even know is there in your internal landscape. <laughs> Because everything, everything inside, every thought inside your head, every internal pain and emotion and good and bad memories, all of that, that mix and chemistry of things, it like completely affects how you're perceiving the stuff in the external world. But we have far less influence on the external world than we do on our internal um, but if everyone, you know, really sorted themselves out from the inside, it all would probably make for a happy chemistry to the outside world. I have decided that my voice is nicer when I drink some coconut water. And this isn't even sponsored. Maybe it should be. Okay, speaking of influencing the external world... Um, I was staring off at the balcony I have here and, you know, like a little bit of sun is sprinkled on it. I'm thinking maybe I will 
bring a beverage outside with me and watch the clouds go by, play some music, maybe I'll write what comes to mind. And I was thinking about how often, like, if someone's looking at an apartment or a house or whatever, and there's all these little different nooks and crannies, maybe there's a garden and there's oh, there's this or that, a different little sunroom or something. Oftentimes people end up not even using those rooms and you think to yourself, that is such a waste because some of the best moments are just those little those little times you set up just for you. You have something like a hot tea, maybe there's incense going or a light summer breeze coming through the window and you can just like put your feet up and think. Not the phone scrolling thing, I don't even mean to bring that into it, but like you can really just look through your mind and look outside and see what comes and goes. Those are the best. It's, it's nice to share it with people as well where you guys can just really like absorb the moment i'd be like oh this moment is so absorbent <laughs> absorbent okay so a quick checklist for the things you'll need to have a very absorbent moment you know you need music whether it be in your headphones you know, airpods whatever you got or you're playing it on speakers great you gotta have something musical or otherwise if you're listening to the ocean or breeze or you've got nature sounds, then that counts as music too. You need a beverage. It has to be a special beverage. Like if it's not wine or tea or something, then it's got to be a kombucha or one of those fancy fun beverages from places like Whole Foods or the cutie artisan delis. Okay, book, magazine, journal, write. You could write stuff. Incense, one of those scented oil diffusers, some, some wind chimes perhaps, bouquet of flowers. Then you just sit back and absorb. You take your delicate, sweet time as you sip your beverage and really enjoy it and think about the flavor and the smell of the wind. And then you go like, ah, I'm alive and my brain works. I can think. Let's see what thoughts coming through today. I mean, basically, I don't, I don't know why I keep doing that. It's not funny. Okay, so anyway, basically, what you're doing is you're trying to ask time to stand still, and you can just be with the oneness of now. <laughs> you're asking for the inspiration to strike without actually asking for it, because you're just becoming, you know, the moment. <laughs> oh my god, I think I just came up with like a little inception. What if you're having one of these absorbent moments right now listening to me? That would be so cool. Well, if you are, I hope it's absorbing into your soul wonderfully. I hope you have a nice beverage with you. <laughs> I love to see the birds. Usually at sunset, they'll like fly somewhere. They always, all, they all seem to have a certain destination they're going. I don't know where, but at sunset, the birds, they all they hit the sky. I like to watch them in these absorbent moments. Alrighty, we're going to wrap this up. And wow, this is just one of those episodes where I do that, I guess. I don't know. It is time for Philosopher's Poem. <coughs> There's geometry in our thoughts, connecting angles, plotting constellations, a starry sky in our minds, revising which equations we've mistaken. Theory generates fact, but for truth, we're complacent. 
So that is the end of episode four. Ooh. Um, uh, yeah. You better go listen to episode five. Episode five doesn't even exist yet as of this moment in time. But yeah, see you there. Love you long time and have a great everything. Great day, great life, great moment, great absorbent moment. Uh, yeah, see ya. Absorbent.